2: The hawksby and Jacob's daily podcast
3: from Talk Sport. Hello, this is Charlie Baker. <laughs> that was a good one. Was what? Like, Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, it's funny. This is Charlie. Baker. Hello, this is Charlie Baker and Andy Jacobs. And what's in the podcast today, Andy?
2: Well, uh, we had a visit from a uh, very amusing comedian, uh, Ashley Blaker. Yes it was very good. The revelation from Ashley that he used to work in television. He's now a, a, virtually a rabbi. Yes. Well, virtually a rabbi. He he's the, he's says he's Orthodox. the only
3: Orthodox Jew Comedian in the country at yes. the moment. Yeah, I think that's
2: possibly true. Hmm. But he, he used to be uh, in television, so very. You'll hear about that. John Ketley. We we're just getting desperate about the weather.
3: Yeah, we were wondering was if it's ever going to rain again. But then he sort of went off and started just riffing the weather in a way. <laughs> just it was like a jazz scat. <laughs> he went
2: off paced, and uh, but he was on good form. We had a bit of a chat. We had some. All sorts of...
3: There's a couple of jokes in there, I think. I think I we've know, got some I, stuff out. We, oh, we discovered never, Andy wheezing his front garden and plays naked badminton. But other than that, I don't know if that'll be in the podcast. <laughs> oh,
2: well, it might be. Oh, the top of the show is a bit of a disaster. I lost me notes. Oh, yeah, your notes <laughs> so, disappeared. Was, no, 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 anyway, enjoy it. No change there. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Uh, good afternoon, Charlie. And, uh, yeah, a bit of a disaster there. And also earlier where... Uh, I, te- I, I basically wrote out all my notes. Oh, yeah. And, all your jokes. Uh, I, my jokes. Yeah. And I didn't save them. Yeah. So all I got was uh, yesterday's. So, oh, so you've got uh, yesterday's jokes today. Yes, but I've already used yesterday's all right. jokes, all of them. So, so I'll, uh, so I'll have to, to imp- do it as I go along. Impro something. Well, make I, it up you as know, you go along. I, I can sort of, yes. I can do, uh, I can do little bits. Like uh, I've got some transfer news for you. Okay, go on. Uh, Newcastle defender Chancellor Mbemba has uh, signed for Porto. Which is a pity that he didn't uh, sign, uh, join AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, M- Bemba, you're a wombo. Bemba, <laughs> it's not Mbemba, the same. Bemba, Bemba, Bemba. You're exactly that. That scripted would have been like It would have been yeah, absolutely golden. fantastic. Do you know that it's the uh, it's the S- World Santa Claus Congress? Uh, taking oh. place in Copenhagen, I wonder what they did the rest of the year. Yeah, I know, and they all got dressed up, uh, all the Father Christmases, mm-hmm. and and so sort of went for a boat ride. But it's not oh, really. Look at you think January would be a better time for it, wouldn't you? Reminds really? me of when Ken Bates was in the Chelsea box.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, they all look like Always Ken had a touch of Santa about him. He well, he did really. You, you think that he could have? You know, things had gone badly for him. He could have, sort of, you know. Got a job in harrods when you see a man with a big white beard and yeah. he's wearing red you can't help but
3: think it cause you, you sort of think why are you wearing red i wouldn't do that because mm. people must shout father do you ever get father i mean, you've got a big you've got a big healthy beard yes but Andy. no you know i don't get no father christmases oi, i get
2: oi grandpa i've, oh, had, do you? I've had that who times. shouts that at you oh just just you know. your grandchildren no, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. <father. laughs> yeah just people in the street that are being you know I'm friendly. Yeah. Oh, right. Out the way, grandpa, that oh, sort of idea. Why are you in the way? Well, you
3: know, I don't know. Actually,
2: I've got a, um,
3: a slightly controversial opinion yeah. about yeah. Uh, about retired people. I oh, mean, yeah, a, was, Am I allowed so. to talk about this on, on air? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I might get taken off pretty quickly. Slightly controversial. I think retired people hmm. should be banned from supermarkets at weekends. Yes. Because they've got they've a got week, week, handy. They have. They've got a week. They have. <laughs> they've it's got a week. They should go in the week. Yeah, don't you think? I mean, maybe maybe you want to maybe you want to text us on eight ten eighty nine whether you agree with that in fifty p, plus your standard message rate, or tweet us at TSH and J. Fifty p of your money, to well, say, it might be. I agree with. Do that. you agree with that? If you've got a controversial opinion about older people, do let us know at TSH and J.
2: No, it's good. And our uh, old friend Ali Ross, he had, he suffered during the World Cup because he's Scottish. Yes, he's a big. Scottish football fan. He is
3: excellent. Day in, day out. He is an
2: excellent um, uh, journalist. Oh, yeah. But he only does his column once a week. Yeah, no, but <laughs> every single time. It's golden. <laughs> it is. I don't know what he does the other six days of the week, but he is very good at what yeah. he does. But he has a little uh, he has a little thing at the top of his column, which is based on the old... Um, oh, yeah. The, the test card. Test that, card. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And with a little girl with her uh, sort of blackboard that she wrote on. And uh, his says today, has Raheem Sterling scored yet? Oh, oh you see, he can't see, let it he go. can't let it go, can he? Yeah,
3: needs to take the the Frozen rule of let it go. <laughs> have you seen Frozen, Andy? You oh, of seen course the I have Frozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How Sorry, many times do you
2: think you've seen Frozen? I've only seen it once. Oh, but with with the. Grandchildren? Have yeah. you ever heard Rugby League Man sing "Let It Go"? No. Oh, it's tremendous. We got that, John. Oh, that's really man, Rugby League uh, really Man. Quite handy. So it's one of the best things he's, he's done on the show. A bloke texts the star today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "David Beckham going to be a TV chef in the USA. A multi-millionaire. It's total greed. Don't these people realise they're doing people out of work who need the money? <laughs> we think what other chefs? What they're going to get? Someone else <laughs> to do that job.
3: They're not. The show's not being also, made because it's David
2: Beckham. So it's not true." Is it I mean David Beckham 's not going to be a TV chef in the USA. have you heard this no. anywhere well i 'm sure if he wanted to be, he could be and he'll, he'll make <laughs> he, a huge success of it i 'm sure he would, but it seems highly unlikely, but I think it's, I think it's they got the idea because Victoria I noticed with Instagram, everybody likes to invade their own privacy right? mm. in the old days they 'd say, oh i don 't want photos of me and my family no, but now they put it out, and then the newspaper you don 't have to be much of a in journalist control these of days. it 's quite easy, for example, Rita Ora... Rita, oh, yeah. Rita's tremendous. Oh, no, you like a Rita Ora update, don't you? I do you? like a Rita Ora. Mm. You know, but basically, Rita's new way of getting in the paper is just basically put a picture on Instagram. Like today, uh, it was uh, Rita eating Cheetos. The oh, sort of, the Rita bit... eat a Cheetah. <laughs> well, yes. Rita is orange, it says, because oh. Cheetos do. They can do, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh singer Rita Ora is proof that you could eat too many Cheetos, you could turn into one. The pop star turned a Trumpish shade of orange. Oh. I'm sure you filtered it out that yeah. she did. While snacking on the cheesy crisps, because you can't say the word Cheetos again. Okay. Uh, maybe it's part of another sponsorship deal. Well, it could be, really. Maybe. Is there nothing Reitz will not do for a free meal ticket? Oh, well, I don't know, really. I mean... Sort of meal. you keep the... putting her in the paper every day, she doesn't have to bother, <laughs> does she, really? I wouldn't... Are you, obviously... are you on Instagram, Andy? I am.
3: Yeah, are you, are you sort of... Private. Uh, just private, is it? You're not yeah. putting out... The odd like nude,
2: the <laughs> no. odd, like nipple slip. No, it's just for my friends and family. It's not for you know. It's just something that I like seeing what they're doing, and they like yeah. seeing what I'm doing. I, I don't want, you know, I don't want a lot. Of, are
3: you on it? I'm on it. I'm not very good on it. I take normally take pictures of my dog, <laughs> just of my dog on a dog walk. There are dogs, dogs of, in- of Instagram, dogs
2: of Instagram. Although
3: I'm doing a mm. show about a goat this year in Edinburgh, and um, and so I've got very <laughs> into goats and what what goat people do with their goats. Yeah, um, it's a children's show, by the way. Before anyone, we have any complaints, um, goats of Instagram, I've started mm. following, and they they, tw- uh, they put out messages and pictures all the really? time, about I know, I know. five it's, an it's, hour.
2: It's incredible, isn't it?
3: Aha, uh-huh. now- we've had some take-up on the tech oh, yeah. subject okay. of um, <laughs> what, should should um pensioners <laughs> yeah. and people uh, yeah, yeah. slightly older and who aren't working be allowed in supermarkets <laughs> at weekends? Yeah. There. You can you can get in touch with us at TSHJ. Surely, or, everybody agrees with you. Uh, well, so far I agree. It's, it's anonymous. I will say it is anonymous, yeah. so he's not he's not um, put his name on it or her name. And they should be banned from banks and post offices, <laughs> etc. At lunchtime, yeah. When the working man, I'm not sure how you police it. Is what I'm worried about.
2: Well, I think you have to have a sort of basically a, 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 a gate system or a door <laughs> okay. doorman on the on yeah. the on the post office saying, yeah. "Have you got a job?" We've got a job. How old are you? How old are you? Yeah. And if you like you know. like
3: about to letting someone into a yeah, nightclub. exactly
2: like that. Okay, yeah.
3: very good. And they'd have to remember their, <laughs> when are you born? And like when you were a teenager and you tried to <laughs> make yourself older. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Rob, who's a Carlisle fan. Well done, Rob. I'd go further with pensioners. Would you? Only allowed in superstores after 10pm and before 5.
2: <laughs> I think he's got a point. You've <laughs> got a point. You've all it's got na- a point. narrowing it down, isn't it? fair it down. enough.
3: If you've got time that you can go at a different yeah.
2: time, why, why shouldn't you? Get now, in you touch. May have... let,
3: let us know if you agree or disagree on that H and J or eight ten eighty nine fifty p plus your standard message rate. Now you may have noticed it's it's
2: it's quite hot. It is but warm. It's a lovely sun. Has anybody mentioned that yet? Oh, it's all over the papers, mm. and people are now getting upset with the nanny state because oh. the the warnings that are being put out, you know, are frankly insulting. Because, you know, well, they are because you either realize this this—it's common sense or you're an idiot and you'll get burnt anyway. You won't take any notice of the warnings. So, you know, they, they are pointless. But this bloke wrote the best thing. Chris, a guy who wrote this was in The Times today, he wrote on Twitter. We pay thousands of pounds to go on holiday to be exposed to 30 plus degrees centigrade temperature. That's perfectly acceptable. But if we get these temperatures at home, we have to stay out of the sun and indoors. He's got a point. He's got a point, yeah. This
3: is a point. He's He's got an absolute point. People have stopped going on holiday is the thing. People go on holiday. But also, do you know what
2: else is down? The carrot crop. Yes. The carrot crop is down by a third. Yeah, but you do you do you, these shortages, and it means that there might be a shortage of cri- at Christmas.
3: Yeah, well, which is no good for
2: snowmen. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> snowmen this Christmas
3: are not going to be able to smell anything. What what could what they're going to use instead of carrots for the for, well,
2: for sort of, noses? Snowmen's it, the thing noses. Things they do like. Uh, we we always talk refer to the Brussels sprout marketing. Board. Oh yes who every year tell us there's going to be a shortage yeah. of Brussels sprouts. And what when you announce that there's going to be a shortage of any, it creates a, a market. Sure. So now people who are walking past carrots in the supermarket, not the old people because they're not allowed in yet, but say the normal people. No. They are allowed <laughs> in. Yeah, they're no. just not allowed in at weekends. <laughs> yeah, okay. And if you're Rob, not between <laughs> after not after. But 10. they're probably wondering about this afternoon, and they've heard this, and they think, Oh, carrots! I, I better yeah. buy some carrots. I bulk buy. I bulk buy. I better
3: freeze them. Yeah, which I suppose you tinned buy. carrots you can get, of course, as well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's been too hot. The, the combination of the beast from the east and the temperatures has, mm. has, has ruined the carrot crop. Right. Well, there we are. We're going to in a second. We are going to be speaking to James Nursey. What do you think of this Thierry Henry to Villa? Do you think it sounds? It doesn't. It doesn't to me
2: feel from a fan's point of view mm. like a great fit but then I'm not a Villa fan so what do I know it's very difficult I think he you know there's such a difference between talking on Sky and, and being really good technically mm. analytically uh, which I think he is and, and then coaching Belgium with all their wonderful world class players yeah. to go into the championship you know so it's a big exactly. ask but you know yeah. look, Thierry then, Henry m- at Millwall away
3: with well, 2-1 down with 10 minutes to go what's he going to do This is TalkSport with me, Charlie Baker and Andy Jacobs. Um, we've been talking about whether pensioners and people should be allowed to shop in supermarkets, or weekends, when when they've got all week, you know, and uh, people have been texting us on uh, at TSH and J. I don't mind old people in shops or banks, but give them a dedicated checkout lane where they can chat about Ada's cat next door or a brother Bert's bad. bad. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Gabriel Cancello thank you, Gabrielle Now Ashley Blaker. Ashley Blaker. It says it is quite mm. possibly the most successful stand-up comedian you've mm. never heard of. Well, I've heard of you, Ashley. Mm. He is an internationally acclaimed comedian who, with his black suit, white shirt. Beard, Beard and Large skull cap and Side Locks is the only strictly orthodox stand-up in the UK. Is this a pitch for a new Saturday night TV show, Strictly Orthodox? Yeah, exactly. Is this,
4: strictly uh, Orthodox, come dancing. Exactly. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, uh,
3: how did this man beca- live between two very different worlds? Good afternoon, Ashley. Yeah, thank you for having me.
4: Welcome, And you thanks. know, one good thing about observing the Sabbath... Is that I'm not allowed to go to the supermarkets on Saturdays. Oh, there so, we are. Oh, yeah. So I'm not fussed at all. About so you know, you're not fussed. You don't okay. go anyway. Yeah, this is why we you, keep you it. You don't
2: feel the pain exactly. <laughs> exactly. So in that, and I've just seen actually, so you're you're in Edinburgh from the first to the 26th of August, but not Saturdays.
4: Not Saturdays oh, now. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So 3 p.m. every day, but I uh, yeah I get Saturday off. So you wouldn't
2: even work because you know some. I know a little bit about this, but some Jewish people go to synagogue in the morning, but they still go to football in the afternoon. Yeah,
4: exactly. You know, so well that's that's I suppose where you become strictly orthodox. <laughs> okay, of. I see. So that's <laughs> the difference
2: because you're working. So technically,
4: yes, exactly. De- yes, I, I could bore you with lots of reasons why you wouldn't be allowed to do that, but bore us. Suffice, suffice <laughs> to say, we're not allowed to
2: do that. No, oh. but you can. There is a thing, and you're you all... Like, explain whether i'm right about this but there's there's a there's wires you can put up can't you sort of it's called an error and you can put this area Around you and it, inside this, you don't have to be as observant, do you? As you, no, are? no, yeah, we talked about this. I remember last. You're obsessed yeah. with this. Aren't I you? am obsessed <laughs> we with this, about this know, because I'm fascinated there. by it. Because I always think you could, you could spit roast a sort of yeah, you know, yeah exactly a pig inside. can you can shift exactly. the rules, can you? Yeah, no, it's not quite like that. No, no, okay. no, it's
4: only about carrying. It really is only about like pushing uh, buggies and stuff. All but, right, and the lights on. No, can't do that. Really, can't do that. It's a funny thing. We're not so we're not allowed to turn on and off light switches but this is the, the really funny thing you're and you're not even allowed to ask a non-jewish neighbor to do it but you are allowed to hint oh so you're allowed to I like, can't see anything so you're allowed <laughs> to knock on the door yeah you basically can knock on your neighbor knock on your neighbor's door and say oh it'd be lovely if I had lights on at my dining room. what a shame I forgot to turn already aren't the lights wink, roaring wink. in
5: yeah. <laughs> what
4: a shame that uh I not able to watch <laughs> Liverpool Real Madrid at the moment. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if there was a television on that I could yeah, watch yeah, it's, it's... until until it all went wrong.
2: So
3: it says that you're coming directly off your off Broadway. Yes. That's that's impressive. So this show you've done before?
4: No, no. The Edinburgh show is a no, so um I I have to remember what audience I'm performing for because I have like different language going on in my head. Mm. So for America, mm. you have to. When we were just talking about buggies, I've nearly said strollers because it's I've spent so long performing oh, in been, America.
3: You've been sidewalking it. I've up. been yeah. Drugstore. I've, it's it plant a lot. Honestly,
4: <laughs> you name it. And now I'm performing a show for a gentile audience, so mm-hmm. it is in a language that hopefully everyone can understand for the first time.
2: But it's very different in America because in America, all religions, in a way, are kind of respected and sort of people are, are, are sort of proudly out. Whereas I think, you know, so for example, American Jews, there'll be a lot of re- reference to it in comedy shows and this. That. Whereas I think in England, it's in Britain, it's not quite like that. You're sort of more under the radar. It's different. It's changing. Yeah. yeah. But in you know, in the old days, it was definitely different to America.
4: No, but there's also a lot more Jews. I mean, that's. The other thing. I was literally just about uh, ten minutes ago. I was walking through um, Waterloo Station, mm-hmm. and there was a very observant Hasidic Jewish man there, and we, mm. we walked past each other and, and we nodded to each other <laughs> in the ways that in the UK that's what you do. Yeah. Now, the first time I went to New York as an observant, as an Orthodox man, I was walking down Sixth Avenue what have you. And then a strictly Orthodox Jewish man walked past me and I gave him this nod and I think he thought I was crazy because, oh, the, because you see Jews everywhere. So why course, would yeah. you do that? But here it's More like diverse. this kind of... Yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of like it's we've got that bit of uh, pride going on here. So the history of
3: hmm. Jewish comedy is vast, of course, absolutely vast, and but and, an Orthodox Jewish comedy... But isn't, isn't there a is difference it, is it, is it between different? Jewish people
2: in comedy, yeah, that's, which, yeah, you, of that's which there are a all, lot of, yeah. and... Jewish comedy, which yeah. I, I'd say to somebody like Jackie Mason, sort of symbolizes. Yeah, I don't. Hmm. I don't.
4: I'm not entirely. I wouldn't say what I do is Jewish comedy. Okay. In terms of just like, comedy, like, it's, it's comedy, but is about being Jewish. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So it's, I'm a comedian who talks yeah. about my experiences of being Jewish, as Look, opposed to Jewish comedy. We all and need maybe a gimmick. I'm splitting hairs here <laughs> we all need a gimmick. <laughs> That's <exactly. laughs> yeah, true. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You need, you'll be changing your name to Baker. Yeah, exactly. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to say Baker and Blaker together at last. Exactly.
2: It's uh, And uh, it's interesting because it's kind of changing now and people are more out and proud here about being either Muslim or being Jewish or whatever, or being Catholic. Uh, it's interesting to see the BBC have given you a series, haven't they, on Radio 4 where you'll... You'll be, you'll be doing what I mean in the time. Yeah, no, I've
4: done one episode. Where, yeah, 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 Ashley Blake's is guide to Judaism. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean... It, it's it, a
2: guide, in other words, it's a guide
4: it's to a, Judaism for non-Jewish exactly, people. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and my Edinburgh show is a little bit like that, but my Edinburgh show is a bit more personal. It's more about how I went from being a secular TV producer yeah. to being a strictly observant Jew and also how it's affected my life. And yeah. given the way it's affected my life, why... Uh, on Earth, I still do it. Because. Right. What, what did
2: you produce? When, when I didn't realize you worked in TV. So
4: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I the first thing I ever um, did at the BBC was Little Britain. So oh, right. Which, um, okay. But uh, I've done so a lot of were, shows. You were also
2: a producer at quite a high level. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. No, well, I, well, I started as a trainee producer and then became producer. And I've worked a lot with Matt and David. Produced uh, Rock Profile and um, produced and co worked with Matt Matt Lucas Awards and Pompidou and mm. several shows like that. But I also used to. Write for Graham Norton a couple of days a week, and hmm. uh, worked work with worked with a lot of very good people. I worked um,
3: I worked with Matt as a as a teenager. I was in the National Youth Theatre with, with, with Matt. I yeah, remember, yeah. I remember, and, that, and we yeah. uh, and so, and he was always was always into comedy. Always even as a he, he'd go off. Um, I'd go, where are you going? Go, I'm off to the comedy store. I'm off to to Greenwich to. To, to uh, up the creek or something down yeah, there, yeah, and so and, he, and, he'd, and he'd go and meet, yeah, yeah. he'd go and meet David there as well. Yeah, so yeah. even as a very young man, he was still yeah, yeah. doing all those things no, exactly.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, well, we we started. Um, we were on never performing together, but we started on the circuit at the same time. Okay, he was uh, eighteen and I was sixteen, stroke seventeen. Mm. Um, and I think uh, I think I was I would say I was quite good for someone that age. But not very good right, <laughs> by any yeah, real yeah. standard. But that's all but, of us. But no, mm. you just don't have anything. The funny thing is, is you don't really have anything at that. What are you going to talk about? Sixteen, seventeen. What are you, you going to talk mm. about? You don't know. I just really wanted to be Frank Skinner. That was all I knew. Sure. I just and um, was trying to kind of impersonate him. It, the weird thing is that I had to become orthodox in order to find. It's not yeah. why I became orthodox, yeah. but by virtue of becoming orthodox. I discovered some things that I had to talk about that I really wanted, was interested to share with people. So it's quite an interesting. Finding your voice. Literally finding a voice. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Finding a persona, but also just finding a subject matter, something that's interesting to yourself. So
3: it's talk sport. You're a Liverpool fan.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, the love fan? of football. Did Was that. Well, I talk a lot about this there.
4: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I talk about this in, in my Edinburgh show. So basically, I've got a. Very flawed personality, Oh, Um, an obsessive compulsive personality. So it was never enough for me just to go to home games and a few big away matches. I needed to go to every single. I mean, I I missed, I think, something like four games in seven years. Wow. The story I always tell us, it gives the biggest indication of how big a Liverpool fan I was. In February 2000, uh, Liverpool played a mid-season friendly at Bournemouth. And the Liverpool ticket office phoned me and asked, will I go to the game? And, and I, said, is my friend, I said, is my friend Edward from Warrington going? And they said, yeah, we just called him. He says, it will go if you go. That's, that's amazing. Like, that's
3: like my courier sends me a Christmas card, which I always think is a worrying sign. No, well, well my, then,
4: my then girlfriend, who's now my wife, was convinced I was cheating on her because she couldn't find any mention of the game in the paper. Oh, yeah, I was course. going to matches even the newspapers didn't know about. Yeah. That's how obscure. So when I became, when I found Judaism, when I rediscovered my religion, it was I had to kind of transfer the exact same passion I'd had for Liverpool. It wouldn't be enough for me to do what you're saying: just go to synagogue in the morning and go to the yeah, shopping yeah. morning in the afternoon. I have to do it to the most crazy extent possible. So that's the ah, thing. So this you're is kind of my... extreme. So I just person. transferred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I um, thank God I never got into drugs. Basically, well, that's true. but presumably <laughs> yeah. you still, but I still no, I do. You're i still a, following the team. I have team. a huge passion. Yeah, yeah. and also
2: you're you're fine for midweek games
4: and five midweek games. Yeah, no. And I when I you know, when I have time. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, and it's it's a happy times at the moment, despite what happened. I was in New York for the Champions League final, actually. Um, but uh, you know, transfer mm. window is going well so far. Klopp is.
3: Incredible. I've, I heard a in, um, um, documentary recently on Mo Salah and how he's and how being Muslim in yeah. Liverpool now is almost seen as cool and people yeah. people well, are a lot more accepting yeah. because of yeah. mo salah they it's become a very positive role and he's marvel. also a
2: terrific bloke we were at the uh, football writers and he gave a wonderful speech and just you realize he's a guy that's really passionate and loves yeah. playing mm. and i think a lot you know not a lot but some sportsmen don't like playing they don't like their sport they're just good at it yeah Whereas, mm. this is a guy that's passionate about everything he does yeah I mean, it's no, quite I, impressive I, well it right? was
4: wonderful that outside um i walked outside my theater in new york on 50th and broadway and on about fifth on on um broadway and fifty third there's a huge mural high up of mo Salah. i'm not entirely sure how many americans really? would know who he is but he he does seem to have transcended not just mm. football sport the world you know he's he's such a, an incredible figure um but Klopp, I, I always say Klopp is the only man in the world for whom I'd happily go gay. I, 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 I <laughs> oh, love, really? I love Klopp. I was so just much.
3: trying to get Andy to say that Thierry Henry was an attractive <laughs> man. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't say it. Klopp is a, start, <laughs> no, he's a very attractive <laughs> man.
2: He's very charismatic. Klopp and he's and and Liverpool. I've got the best chance they've had for, for yeah. in, long, long in time, the yeah. entire history of the Premier League to do something. But unfortunately for them, they you know City are, no, impressive. are a Great team, exactly, They're a great us. team, and, and so it's going to be it's going to be difficult. But it, it, it's going to be a good season. They're going to play some lovely but football. I, that's I love
4: sure. the fact that they have signed a player called Alison Becker. Because mm. it sounds like a Jewish woman from Mill Hill. <laughs> he does, actually. I'm sure I went out with an alacrity about I'm sure I did too. <laughs> <laughs> dinner, the we had dinner,
3: didn't we? Um, Ashley Blaker, observant Jew, the underbelly, Daisy, 1st of the 26th of August, not Saturdays. Not Saturdays.
4: Not Saturdays. Not Saturdays. No.
3: Three o'clock. Sounds great. Sounds wrong. I'm oh. definitely going to come. Brilliant. I can't come and see it. It's on the same time as my show. But I'm, I'm
2: hoping we'll have it. We'll I'm. Hope I, I you know, am. Uh, I'm, I think on the Friday I might be able to nip in. Brilliant. 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 We'll see on you on Thanks we'll for coming there. in, Ashley. Thank really you. appreciate Thank you for me. having Peace. me.
1: Thanks. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
3: Like that one, you're listening to Talk Sport with me, Charlie jazz. Baker, and Andy Jacobs. That isn't jazz, that's um, Pencil Full of Lead by Paolo Nutini. Is it? Yeah, that's what that song is. It's yeah, quite jazzy. Got a pencil full of lead, Andy, for the next <laughs> hour. <Yeah. laughs> no.
2: No it's, no, it's been some time. It's been some time since <laughs> yeah. you had a pencil full of lead. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's I a know. shame. What can you do?
3: That's a shame. Um, now, we're gonna. We got all sorts coming up: heavyweight boxing and all sorts in this in this next hour. But oh. I know yesterday we had it, and I, um, there've been at least one call for it back today, which is the the national league roundup. Oh, the national, the league, national, national league roundup! I forgot about the national league roundup. <laughs> How
1: could you forget about the national league <laughs> roundup?
3: roundup. Um, big yeah. story coming oh, yeah. out Go of Leighton Orient. Oh yeah. In that they've got a problem with a fox on their pitch. Oh yes, and they've appealed for uh, some p- fans with male dogs to
2: turn up. Really? To, but don't to- the dogs like rolling in the you know the sort of waste products? I think it puts the fox off if they wee on the pitch. Oh, oh yes, that no, that is a good way to get rid. of I did that in my house. We had we had <laughs> no, we had a fox that kept depositing in our front flower bed. Yeah, and I, I'd read this thing, so I basically every night I'd go out and. Wasn't wasn't a great thing to do this and relieve oh. myself in front of the flower bed in the front garden or the back front garden? Front garden, front garden. Yeah. Well, no, actually, of- I think I
3: think an hour. No, 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 no. So <laughs> that would have been indecently exposing myself.
2: No, no. I I I I did it inside, and then brought it out, and then yeah. distributed it around the. Oh. And it
3: worked. In a in a jar or a. Well, in a in, in a, a d- plastic jug.
2: <laughs>
3: so don't ever come round and.
2: I think this aerobics. is the <laughs> th-
3: this hour's tweet and text subject on at H and J, eight ten eighty nine fifty eighty-nive fifty yeah. P plus your standard message rate. How would you get rid of foxes and how would you decant your urine to, to do so. <laughs> what could you use? Maybe one of them big sports direct mugs. <laughs> <laughs> of Newcastle fans that. They like that, <laughs> they like that exactly. Right, okay. now. So I'm... do you not want any more... You're trying oh, no, yeah, no, no. It's keep... like you were trying to move on from no, the Nationwide No, no, keep going, keep going. The National going. League, okay. Yeah. A bit more National League news yeah. for you.
2: No, as much um, as you like. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've just uh, had a look at my notes. They're not Barnett have signed
3: hmm. forward Josh Walker, 20. From, from He's a former Tottenham and Fulham trainee. He scored 20 goals for Hendon last season. Well, that's a good signing. For good them. signing for Barnett, isn't it? Uh, Bromley have signed winger <laughs> Reese Meekums. <laughs> you
2: don't seem interested in this. <laughs> now, suddenly thinking, that, what do you and John do on this national I'm like obsession a, I'm like, thing every week? I'm like a national league, you bring in all this information. <laughs> the national league, but this
3: is my favourite because this, this, oh, yeah. this is my this is my favourite player in one in the whole of the national league, which is naughty, naughty. Oh yeah,
2: naughty, he, naughty, naughty, naughty. He play for Chelsea.
3: Did he play for Chelsea, didn't he? He now plays for Dover Athletic. Played. He's yeah. sort of a winger. He comes on. Now, he gets subbed a lot. Is he naughty,
2: naughty? He's naughty,
3: he's naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. But he does okay. remind me of that. Do you remember the, the yeah. naughty, naughty, very naughty? Do you remember that song <laughs> yeah. from the 90s Andy, you know? And there we are. Anyway, that was today's National <laughs> League Roundup. I mean, it didn't didn't even have any music for it or anything. Yeah, but you gave it a bit of... I gave yeah, it some, I quite that I like that
5: weather
3: you gave a, it. A, very there we are, you see. there's Some production goes into this show. <laughs> That was the national. You got and John, you're any... intuitive when it comes to the national oh, league. Yeah. If you have any national league news, then do let us know on at TSH and J eight ten eighty nine. We have to cater for all fans. Yeah, of course, Andy. You know, it's not just the Premier League. I know you'd like to think there's only six teams in the world.
2: No, <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> now, uh, this this story caught my eye. A great granddad was visited by police after a neighbour complained hearing offensive noises from a child's um, wind machine. Should I say? Oh. Oh, uh, Colin wind. Mitchell, 75, was stunned to be warned not to press the blowing off button too often. <laughs> the widow fumed, what a waste of police time. He's got a point, actually. His great-grandson, Charlie, three, had been playing with the remote-controlled toy during a Sunday afternoon visit. He then got a knock uh, on the door from the police who mm. said his neighbour had made a complaint. So, I've got one of these. i brought oh, it, it in. Oh, it's a,
3: a PARP machine, a yeah. sound effect. Oh.
2: So now, I mean, right, now press the button.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, would that cause you to call the police? Well, how would that? What well, in what world would you think? Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? that child doing this and then laughing? Isn't that child having fun? Isn't that child having fun because he's, he's a child by that sort of? You know, what would they press it again, rather Andy. Rather go on, on go press button? it again. Oh, it's got other sounds, as it. Yeah, that was the child when the police came round.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what else has it got on in the machine? Oh,
2: it's a Hold
3: on! Oh. oh, it's got stuck. <laughs> it's got. It's got. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> are we still on? <laughs>
2: is this on? Oh, oh, I see. That was a nice one. <laughs> that got stuck. That was a nice uh, one. We got a bit of laughter. One more.
3: Come on, time for one more.
2: Okay. Oh no, that was that one. This is the laughter. Oh. Beautiful.
3: Just... I like to keep this with me to make me feel people <laughs> feel are enjoying. <laughs> Just like you're in. When you can do one of your non-written-down <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Exactly. It, com- it comes in. So it's good. It comes in. You wouldn't complain about that though. Canned it? laughter, of course. Um, you know there's no such thing as canned laughter. It is always uh, an audience go and watch it and they just record the audience watching.
2: Yeah, but they boost it and they put it in the wrong place. Yeah, but it's, it's not canned Sweetening it's, it's called, not just it?
3: old old laughter that they're, they're putting in no, the old show. That would be Best sitcom of all time, Dad's Army, correct? Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the lingering mysteries of Dad's Army has been resolved. Yeah, but didn't you know this already? It was well, always well, hint- I know,
2: because I'm a fan, but I'm well, telling it people it who may hinted. not. No, no, but it was always hinted within the programme yeah. that Pike and Sergeant Wilson yeah. were somehow, re- he was Sergeant Wilson's boy.
3: Yeah, that's that's what I was about to read you out there. Well, I know. You, but, there we are, it's fine. Sorry, I didn't want to blow it for Ian you. Lavender he, is yeah. the last surviving member of the fictional Warmington on Sea yeah. Home Guard Platoon. Yeah. And he has said, yes, the, the identity of Pike's father was never
2: disclosed in the script,
3: although it was not known that it was his, his father. Well, it was it? he was always intimated. I know.
2: He, he says, doesn't he, that he went to the writer and said, you know, is he supposed to be my dad? Yeah. And the writer, I think it was Jimmy Perry, was it? Or David Cross yeah, said, both. Said, of course. Yes. Of course it is. Which we all knew, I yeah, thought, yeah. really. Jimmy, Jimmy Perry wrote the part of the
3: spiv for himself. And then he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> oh, really? So, <laughs> so yeah. they, they, they can't, I can't remember who played it now, but yeah.
2: Oh, uh, Joe. Um, What's his name? Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway. Younger... The, best, the best one is there's, mm. there's one with Fred Truman, the legendary cricketer. Have He's you ever seen that one? No, 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 I haven't seen that one. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, no,
3: it's, it's I've got good. the box set as well. You can get the box set for about 10 quid for all of them. Really? I, you'll find the Fred Truman one in there. There we are. Dad's army. Have you not watched the whole box set? I've not watched. Do you ever watch a whole box set? I do if it's Netflix. But if it's <laughs> an actual get up and turn it over... Sort of box set no. that I don't like. This also by the end of it, they all do all look a little bit ill and like a bit. Oh, good! because I, mean, I you, cause on, you know they are. On the, on, they didn't, on the, you didn't watch the last. I didn't series. watch the last one. It's you like oh, so I felt about sorry about for them. <laughs> <laughs> they there had a go. good career out of it. Exactly, it had a great time. Now, uh, yeah. sad at big boxing undercard and, and big fight on Saturday night we're covering on Talk Sport hmm. which is White versus Parker very exciting because there's no, no actual belt or anything on it hmm. it's just two blokes who want to fight each other well they're
2: trying to manoeuvre themselves into position to take on either Fury or eventually Joshua or whatever So, and White's improving he's an improving yeah. fighter so
3: it's, it's good it's, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the, the boxing at the moment is is absolutely awesome it's good it's, it's really it's good a, it's a really good Um, it's got me more and more into it I think that when you have a good heavyweight division mm. when you have a strong
2: heavyweight division did you mm. hear fury yesterday saying that uh, he accused joshua of uh, avoiding deontay wilder oh really yeah which is he's he's great tyson he's a great way of sort of needling people he's good just, at the showbiz isn't he? he's very good at that so i hope he does come back because i think ultimately Joshua versus uh, Fury will be will be if uh, he's although the last fight the, fight the the last Fury say. fight was was
3: a, it was a pantomime wasn't well, it well of course
2: cuz he's got to work his way the next few fights will be like that he's got to you know yeah. they're not going to put him in with somebody that's going to beat him they're going to put him in with somebody who can get him conditioned get him into the the right frame now as you can tell i i love boxing
3: i'm very I'm very into it mm-hmm. but i'm a new boxing watcher so i don't know an awful lot about it so we're going to have we're going to oh, have someone okay. on who's on, we're going to have Dave Allen on Now, there was a great comedian that's very that's, true. Not, that's not that's not who's coming on. <laughs> no. There was a great comedian Dave Allen was a great comedian Dave wasn't Allen he? Fantastic. was fantastic. Yeah. We're going to have him on um to to, to he's fa- he's picked up a fight for Sa- Sa- Saturday night. Mm. I saw the other night that speaking of boxing Creed. Have you seen that? Creed. The latest installment in the Rocky, Rocky series. series. Yeah. No, it's Andy, watch it. Oh, <laughs> watch it Andy. It's a it's absolutely brilliant. I was I was I always cry at the end of Rocky films. I mm. can't help it. Just always tear up, just mm. absolutely love it, and especially as I've been showing them to my son recently. He's, really, he's eleven. Good films to show, oh. good films to see when you. I always yeah. start crying at the end of them. Full, I think they just. What does he make when you start crying? You? I, he doesn't mind. He's used to it. He's used, <laughs> he's used to it. To it. <laughs> he's used to it. The only one yeah. I wouldn't
2: watch with him was Rocky Five because that's rubbish. I've only. I think I've, I definitely saw Rocky, and I may have seen the second one, but that's yeah. it. After that, I thought I've got the idea here.
3: The actual Rocky is a is a very slow film. It's a very sort of slow, Mm. you know, art housey type film. I like boxing with a great last twenty minutes. Well, people love actors love being boxers, Mm. but Creed, of course, Tony Bellew's in it. Tony oh, Bellew's in it right. as a fighter. But it's, an, it's a really well made film. The script is brilliant. It's really tight. Is that when Sly Stallone came over and went to Everton? He was yes. Was, is that the game? Oh, you right. do see the odd shot of Goodison here and there. Oh, okay. You know, so anyway, I highly recommend seeing Creed. <laughs> nice bit of air guitar, Oh, there, yeah. Thank you very much. You're listening to Charlie Baker and Andy Jacobs. I was doing some air guitar, yes, Andy. Yeah, I was good, getting yeah. into the music. It's good. Uh, which air instrument would you like to be able to play, Andy? Um, air tuba or um <laughs> air violin i've still got the image of you playing badminton in the nude which <laughs> which is put, slightly putting me off i think it's the air right guitar, off. i put myself off i <laughs> mean we, at the moment if you wanted to play badminton outside mm. you'd have to play it in the nude because it's so hot very good point is, what a good link this what is because segue. because as uh, a proper segue because it says here weatherman and burnley fan but i'm not going to mm. say weatherman i'm going to say weather legend we are joined by the wonderful John Ketley. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Charlie, and good afternoon, Andy.
2: Uh, hi, John. How are you doing? Well, I'm very warm. <laughs> yeah, there you are. <laughs> but thank you. Now, uh, we had this problem, but uh, we had a very wet winter, and we lost in amateur football. We lost a lot of games and people. Yeah, basically had to make double headers and make it up. And it was really affected the season badly and so much so that it led to this call to sell Wembley and and supply artificial pitches to everybody. (laughs) Now we've got the opposite thing that basically games could be lost in the autumn we're reading this morning because there's just no rain and the ground It's so hard. So Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. Basically, we're asking you, and it's not your fault, but <laughs> when's it, when's it going to rain again? I thought you
5: were going to ask me if I could become groundsman at the Emirates or something. <laughs> uh? <laughs> well, you could do. Well, <laughs> Turf <laughs> Moor. I think Turf <laughs> Moor for you. Or oh, Turf Moor in that case. Yeah, well, I mean, there was a time when I started watching football at Turf Moor, and I'm going back to the 60s, when you used to play with, uh, well, it was just black all the way down the middle and a few green corners, and, and everybody liked it that way didn't they they came off the field and everybody was muddy and that was a great game of football but today of course we just got ple- people playing with um, clean sheets at the end of the match mm. and uh, you wouldn't think they'd been working at all really but there we go. So why is it so hot John and uh, wh- will it ever rain ever again? Uh, well a great question and yes it will uh, <laughs> it's, it, it always has done before so there's every chance to uh, to think that it will rain again um, I mean what we've had so far is quite extraordinary I mean uh, I'm looking back through the records and actually in 1950. 59, and you'll remember this, Charlie. Won't, but in 1959, oh. apart from the fact that uh, Cliff Richard was number one in the chart for 11 weeks, oh, I remember it well. It, yeah, exactly. Congratulations! It was a, it was a brilliant summer, and uh, 1959 was an exceptional summer, and uh, there was time at, around those is that uh, we thought that that was going to be uh, never repeated again because it was just going on and on and on through September into October. Uh, since then, of course, we've had those famous uh, summers of 75 and 76 and mm. one or two short spells of really hot weather in the past uh, 10, 12 years as well. And they were exceptional, 2003, six, etc. But this one seems to be going on much longer than normal. So it is, uh, I don't know whether it's a seed change or what, but uh, you know, we might be talking in two years' time and we'll be saying... Do you remember that hot summer a couple of years ago? What yeah. happened to that? It looked like it was global warming <laughs> taking off in a big way, uh, but it's all uh, gone kaput. So um, it, th- there's really no sign that this could be repeated next year. But at the moment, we should be just enjoying it if we can.
2: And last year was quite a wet summer, wasn't it? It
5: wasn't a great summer, No, it wasn't a great summer, no. Most summers and they are pretty dire, really. I mean, I go back to that 2006, which did bring exceptional July weather. And uh, after that, well, the the summer just disappeared. There was nothing much after that. And uh, 2007, 8, 9, very wet summers indeed. It must be an absolute nightmare for groundsmen preparing for the start of a season. And this is why I'm on, of course, not to be a groundsman, but to talk about the rain. Um, uh, But I've been talking to groundsmen this afternoon, preempting this conversation. And obviously it is an industry that they're in. It's not uh, domestic. So they do get exceptions. They can use uh, water, more water than the public could do. And... um, some places, you know, they're having to put about 45,000 litres on every day to keep the to keep to keep the grass growing and and making it playable for uh, the start of the new season. Because that's football and golf, I
2: mean, golf courses use so much water. I mean, Carnoustie. Well, only, only for the greens. But that's the thing, isn't it? Because we all know from our gardens, if you put water on you know especially in the morning they tell you not to do that but people do yeah. they water it, 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 you're wasting your time really because it's going to evaporate just isn't
5: it yeah i mean a responsible groundsman would always always put the water on either very late in the evening and or even into the early part of the night or first thing in the morning get up early get the kettle on at six o'clock and start work so that's the way they have to do it really before the heat of the day at the moment i mean it's just so exceptional this heat we're up again at 31 degrees this afternoon in many parts of the southeast uh, that uh, it would just be stupid to uh, to put in the water in the middle of the day.
2: Looking long range, though, John, is is there any relief in sight?
5: Uh, yeah, I think Burnley will beat Aberdeen on Thursday evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that'll, <laughs>
2: that'll be a relief. Uh, well, that's, of course, yeah. Yeah, that's the Europa League, isn't it? That's the Europa League. League, League which we're, that's it, the first proper, proper game of the season. That's Ooh. right. We haven't been in this
5: for 51 years. Mm. <laughs> so it's intercity's Fairs Cup, we used to call it in the good old days. Uh, but uh, no, there is an exception uh, on the way, I think. I mean, even today, it isn't hot everywhere. And Western parts are cooling down, parts of Scotland and Northern Ireland onto the western side of England and Wales. are cooler today and there's a bit of rain about as well, not too much. Uh, And the odd shower breaking out across eastern Kent as we speak. But I think over the next few days, well, let's say two weeks... The southeast of Britain, apart from a brief interlude Thursday into Friday this week where we could get one or two storms, the southeast of Britain will basically stay hot and sunny. Go further west, and there'll be more rain about and cool
2: too. Yeah, that, was John, that was like one of your old forecasts, John. Yes, I'm in full swing now. You superb. Know. We didn't want to interrupt you. It was well, so good. I would love you, you to interrupt. Going. <laughs> it, all, no. it all came back there. It all came flooding well, it, back. But well, it did.
5: And, and the producer says to me, Can you come on as if you're standing in front of a blue screen? So don't wear anything blue. <laughs> so I'm standing here, waving my arm about, uh, reckoning as a I know what I'm talking about, but I'm actually doing a weather forecast to just the two of you. So. Well, no,
2: but it, well, and, and our listeners well, exactly just the two of us. <laughs> you, you
5: mentioned you mentioned Burnley,
3: Aberdeen. I mean, that that is exciting. You must have been a bit disappointed when you thought of a great European adventure and you got. Uh, the, the Granite City, I and mean, a well, uh, great team to play. But also, yeah. how how are we looking mm. for the season? How are you, is, it, is it reliant on Sean Dyche staying around as ever? Well, he is going to stay around. He signed his contract.
5: <laughs> still... Oh, that means everything. in football. Well, that means everything. Yeah, I mean, it could be it could be at Torquay in two years. <laughs> right, time. you we never know. know. Yeah. But <laughs> first, Torquay
3: <laughs> but, so... game I ever saw was uh, versus Burnley. Two really? all.
5: Two all. Yeah, yeah. that all was in,
3: in... nineteen eighty six.
5: Oh, that was that was um, that was a very bad time for Burnley. That's when we were really going. It out. must have been. You were playing Torquay. Yeah, well, that's right. 1987, we had to beat Leighton Orient in the final game of the season. Otherwise, we'd have been in the National League, whatever oh, they called it then. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, that was a very bad time for Burnley Football Club. A lot of us uh, <laughs> left, left and never went to see them again for a while. But, oh. uh, no, it's a different time now. We've got uh, very positive signs for the season ahead. It, it ended a little bit uh, quietly at the end of last season, but I think this Europa thing is going to be... It's going to be quite a catalyst, really, to get the season going. And then we've got Chelsea fairly soon, get them out of the way. And then, you know, it's onward and upward, really.
2: It's an interesting one because, like Chelsea, you mentioned there, when you in the Europa League, you need a bigger squad. You can't yes. flog the players into the ground, and especially if you want to go for a run... Uh, and they are trying to bring in players, aren't they? I mean, they've been linked with a lot of players and Mawson and Klukas and yeah. Craig Dawson and Rodriguez, but has anything actually happened? Have they actually signed anybody? I don't
5: think they've signed anybody yet, but I don't mm. think I'd be the first person to find out, quite frankly, Andy. Uh, You're not on the line. Uh, they, keep, they, keep, they keep things pretty close to the chest up at Turf uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, we made some good signings last year. Sadly, one or two got injured later on and that was a shame because I think it did, mm. it spoiled the, uh, the momentum, really. Uh, but get these lads back at the start of the season and I'm sure they've got a good enough squad to do quite well and uh, you mentioned the fact that we're only playing Aberdeen, well that's a bit disrespectful really for Aberdeen but we've got wow. Istanbul in the next one, mm. <laughs> a team from Istanbul, third Fantastic. in the Turkish wow. league so that, that's a, that's a no, long we, day out isn't it? You've got but...
2: two good goalkeepers as well now because presumably the, uh, Heaton isn't it? Tom Heaton yeah, Tom Heaton's still he'll there. He'll be isn't? back and, yeah. uh, and of course Pope was in the World Cup squad yeah. so that's, that's a dilemma for the manager because it's hard to keep two top keepers happy.
5: Well, it is, and it's the same in any position, of course, but it it, it must be difficult for a goalkeeper, mustn't it? I don't know what mm. they do for the rest of the year. <laughs> there aren't many games they can be playing. I suppose they play behind closed doors, don't they, and uh, and try and keep fit that way and all that kind of thing. But, um, no, it is difficult. It's it's a funny position being in goal because you don't do that much in most of the games, do you, really? You just pick the ball up and then Depends kick it a few times. But I think these days, and the World Cup showed it, if you can go up for the last two minutes and try and score a goal yeah. with your head from a corner... In the, in the third minute of extra time, then it's it's not it's not a bad way to finish. Uh, no, it's good. John, I'm still getting over the fact that you said when Burnley
3: hit the fourth division, you didn't go and see them anymore. No, you you of all people, being a fair weather fan, yeah,
5: unbelievable, John. Well, I unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind admitting it. We were absolute rubbish. <laughs> we were, you know, we were averaging about two or three thousand a home game. Seventeen thousand turned up for that final game, which uh, in '87, which yeah. we had to win to stay alive. And uh, thankfully we did. We beat uh, Orient, Orient, or whatever yeah. they were called then, Orient, mean, 2-1. Yeah. And um, if we hadn't won that one, then uh, Lincoln City would have stayed in the league or something like that. It was fantastic. I don't know where Burnley would have been now. Oh, Just well. before you leave yeah, us,
3: can we have a seven-day forecast? Just a little seven-day forecast for us. John. Do you want me to stand in front of a, an a the board? Or a li- A little or, um...
5: overview. A little overview from the whole country, well yeah. it's obviously going to turn cooler in the west, the cooler weather is already in the way, and I think another band of rain moving in across Ireland and western Scotland in two or three days' time, that could well stagnate and become very slow moving through the Pennines <laughs> and into Wales in the far south-west of England. Otherwise south and east England remains on the hot side after a few storms on uh, on Thursday into Friday. It stays very warm and sunny in the southeast and uh, onward and upward for the rest of the summer, I think. It will, very, but it you, will rain again, honestly. Thanks very much. Amazing, amazing. I mean, you could
3: <laughs> (laughs) Have made it up. I've no idea, but uh, but uh, it sounded like the truth coming out of your voice,
5: John (laughs) Kelly. I got away with it for years.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Cheers then. Thank you. You made a cardinal error there. Asking to do the weather. Oh, Oh, was it a disaster? You get a double invoice for that. (laughs) he's done his job as well. Producer went white when you did that.
3: there we are that was it that's that's it for me for this week Andy
2: well thanks very much Charlie. I've yes. enjoyed it very much You're on you are yeah. so really, really,
3: really there that's really it. am I allowed to leave now virginity <laughs> <laughs> oh that popped my cherry how nice um, enjoy the rest of the week with Paul